Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. So welcome to the Jed and Haley Show uh, podcast number whatever it is. We tried to figure this out, didn't we? Actually, the other oh, week, yeah. and you were yeah. you were because uh, I was like, I don't know. We swapped um, podcast hosts, basically getting a bit weird and technical about it. But then, um, uh, uh, but it, it wouldn't let us do the numbers. And then, so I was like, I don't. You were like, what numbers we are? I was like, I don't know. I just I just make it up now when I put it in. And I've you went, looked. hang on a minute, let me check. And you actually found the information. Yeah. So we are <clears throat> currently recording podcast episode number 87. 87, is that right? Wow. Yeah. Because I, I put down about 110 and you went, well, it can't be. We've not even done sort of the two-year mark yet. So how can it be 100? I was like, I know you do make a very, a very good point there of, uh, of the 110. So, um, so yes, yeah, so you, we're right. So 87, anyway, podcast number 87. Um, it's been, uh, sadly for me, Hayley, I have to say, there's been no um, podcast um, chat regarding Claire Balding, Charlotte Nujada and all the Queen. So um, just just going on the last episode um, and the dressage phenomenon that I am now, sadly, um, no one's been in touch about doing a podcast with those f- f- three friends, as I like to call Jane, them. But, what, uh, three Jane, what an opportunity for them. Missed. They've missed a great opportunity. And do you know what? If they called now, it'd be a no. It'd be an absolute no. I'll just say I'm too busy. So uh, forget it. Forget it, Queen. Claire Balding and Charlotte Dijardin. It's a no from me. So so that's been that. But anyway, I'll tell you what's been lovely, Hayley, is the sunshine. Uh, I don't know about you, but it just feels as though we're here. We're in spring. It's starting to sort of get into the summer. Like March is always my favourite month. And it's for this reason that... You know that summer's on the way. You know warmer weather's on the way. It's getting lighter at night. Everyone seems to be a bit happier, smiling, even though like energy bills and all that sort of stuff going up. I don't know, because of just a bit of warm weather. And obviously you can then do stuff for free outside. So I think that yeah. just helps, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think it's been a long, hard winter. You know, it has been a hard winter. So just the fact that, you know, the weather is just that bit warmer and the days feel longer and everything just feels a bit happier in the sunshine, doesn't it? Everything, like you say, people's moods and stuff. And I went on the park um, with Freddie after school and just, you know, just nice stuff like that that you, you forget. And then when the chance, you know, presents itself, it's really lovely today. Yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, have you been up to anything major this week or has it been sort of a so-so i mean any news you want to break to us <laughs> okay so um i'm recording this from home i'm not sat with jed because i finally after two years jared two years i finally got covid got covid and you, you weren't finally, well we i mean you weren't well at all. what 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 Haley did though is unselfishly she was feeling quite terrible um but unselfishly she came in to see me at the studios <laughs> and uh kissing kissing me hugging me licking me all all over me face i mean it was just terrible um but uh, no i do you know it is one of them i mean luckily i'm i'm um i'm absolutely fine and that i mean i think i think i must have i don't Technically, I don't know if I've actually had COVID properly 
But I definitely think I've had we we all must have had it in some way, and some people will have felt terrible with it. Yeah, some people I... will not have even known about it, but probably would have carried it. But obviously, if you're not testing, because um, no. I was never in a role that needed to be tested, because I obviously worked yeah. a lot from home. Yeah. everything was at home, so oh. it, it it was no issue for me. So, but I just oh. think I must have had it. Mine was bizarre, so I have to test before I go into Radio Lancashire. So I tested mm. on the Monday. Negative. Yeah. Then I started to feel lousy on the sort of. I just thought I was run down. Freddie's had a cough. But yeah. he has been tested weekly to go to his little theatre school. He's negative. My other half has to test for his job. He's negative. Yeah. So it never occurred to me after I tested on the Monday to test again because I wasn't going back into Radio Lancashire. So then it was about Wednesday that I was like, uh, one of my friends said, Why don't you test? I was like, Oh, do you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I did. And then I was like, Oh, what? I've got COVID. <laughs> Honestly, I was so surprised. I was genuinely surprised because it just hadn't occurred to me that it might oh. be that. Because it sounds awful, and I don't mean it to, but I've been more ill than I am. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it pretty much floored me. But I think 25 years of being self-employed, I'm in that zone of, well, you know mm. what we're like, working together for so long. You know, God, you ended up putting yourself in hospital one time because you just kept yeah. working and working. Tonsillitis. Yeah, I had yeah. I had mega tonsillitis and just basically just <laughs> collapsed <laughs> because you just you got to work or else you don't earn any money, don't you? And that's and I think that's a blessing and a curse of being self-employed. Like you take your health seriously. I way before COVID days, I always went and had a flu jab. Why? Because mm. I can't really afford to take three or four weeks off. And, you know, yeah. I appreciate now, you know, I've got a husband who, who earns a good salary and, and whatnot, but still it's that sense of not being able to work. So mm. luckily I've been able to conduct meetings from home, which has been really useful. But yeah. by and large, I've had to just try and just ca carry on. You know, it's it's been, I've had a few rough days where I've felt rough and I've just got kind of gone to bed um, and I feel rough because I've had to cancel hair appointments nail appointments you name an appointment <laughs> yet I've had to cancel yeah, yeah. it so I'm feeling rough and I look rough um, but yeah I it sounds a bit ungrateful it's not supposed to but I have been way more ill than Covid's made me yeah I think that's the, that's the been the weird things about Covid isn't it like I say I've never felt bad um, at all in the sort of two years we've been in this COVID pit. And again, I think that's because everyone's cleaner. When I say cleaner, is in everyone's yeah. like hand sanitizing, everyone's really conscious. Obviously, more companies are doing more cleaning. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think um I think that's obviously helped with every with everything, to be honest. Yeah. But um me being at home, you know, I've not not been in like work environments or school environments. I see kids and stuff have been at nursery and school, but They've been in like little bubbles, so yeah. I, but I, I think most of us have po possibly have it, had it, and, and whether or not you were ill with it or you've not been with it and carrying it, I think that's just been the the case. But that's been the weirdest thing with this, isn't it? Is that at the end of the day, everyone reacts differently to to to, to a different variant or or whatever. So um, yeah, so I yeah, haven't, but I haven't done the um, you know losing sense of smell or taste or anything like that. Mine's just been um, a bit of a head cold, which feels like it's gone now. Mm. But the, the weirdest one for me, and it's it's sort of funny, really, is that considering that I'm not really doing much in the way of exercise, and I like my running, but I've not really done much in the way of exercise. I've pretty much been stuck in the house for most of the time, um, is that I am managing Jed on average to sleep for about nine hours a night. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, this is good. 
when you go what you're watching literally yeah. Yeah. um not not a lot the back of your eyelids I'm, yeah but that's the weird thing. So I've been looking. I wear a Fitbit, so it monitors what time I fall asleep. And on average, Jen, I've been asleep before 10 o'clock every night for about a week. If you were to look at my Fitbit stats, you just notice my step count go down and yeah. my sleep go up. That's the like the only difference. I don't, you know, other than taking my little paracetamols every four hours, I'm fine. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah, well, like I say, the good news is, is that you are, um, you've been okay. You know, that's the good news, yeah. and uh, you're you're fighting fit, and you, yeah, I think I think you're on the back end of it now, aren't you? So, uh, oh which, God, is, yeah. which is, yeah, I was, I was rough. It was the weekend, really, that it kind of, it really hit me over the weekend. I was just rough. So, yes, um, that's been the, the story of this of dodging COVID. It finally got me. So uh, yeah, thankfully I've been much more luckier than others uh, who've had it. But what about you? How's your week been? Dodging COVID, presumably. Yeah, I'm, yeah, very much dodging COVID. Uh, people with COVID. Um, I've been sidestepping, you know, all that sort of stuff. Dodging. So that's been uh, yeah, just dodging around. But um, no, enjoy, like literally enjoying the sunshine. And it's been um, it, it honestly, it's been such a welcome return for me for this sunshine. So. Um, yeah, not to be honest, not that much. Um, the only thing I did, I might leave it to what you're watching, um, this because it's kind of, I did see something and it just was like, what, like, what were we, what were we thinking back in the day of watching this program? Anyways, I'll leave that to what we're watching. That's coming up. The Jed and Haley show. As always, thanks to our friends at Blackpool's Grand Theatre. There's loads of good stuff on. And I think because we've got the Easter holidays coming up, um, this is well worthy of a mention. From the 31st of March through until the 3rd of April, David Walliams, who is just a brilliant children's author, as well as all, all the other stuff he does, um, he's bringing one of his acclaimed shows to the theatre, and it is Gangster Granny. I've oh, seen yes. it. I've seen it. when it, uh, It's such a good show. And um, obviously, there that you know, he's written things like Billionaire Boy, Awful Auntie, and I've actually I've already got the books to sh show to Freddie when he gets older. Um, and he's just a great storyteller, and the shows are just they're just so well done. Um, and yeah, tickets are available now, and it's on at a really good time. Something for the whole family to enjoy, really. I think that's the cleverness about David Williams' writing and the way that the um, theatre company do it is that. It's inclusive of everyone. In in some ways, it's a bit like Panto in that way. There's plenty of gags for the adults and plenty of gags for the kids mm. as well. So I've been looking through, and they're all on at really good times. Yes, there's the odd evening performances, but there's also some 11 o'clock in the morning performances, half 10 in the morning performances, because obviously uh, it's on uh, on the run-up to the Easter holidays. So, yeah, head over to blackpoolgrand.co.uk to get your tickets. It's time for Story of the Week. Okay, so it's a bit of a what would you do. So there's this lady <laughs> who lives in Australia, and um, she's lived in Australia her whole life, and she has got a huntsman spider that lives Ooh. in her house. They're so deadly, I think, aren't they? I'm, I'm not sure. She, I think they could be, but basically it's a giant one. It lives on her ceiling in her front room, and uh, she's nicknamed him Simon, and this is what she does with spiders. She just said, for some people, having one in your house is unimaginable, um, but basically, she is fine with it living uh, on the ceiling in her house. 
Um, then she basically said what happened was a few weeks ago, a friend of hers and his girlfriend wanted to come and stay over for a few nights. They've been traveling around Melbourne. So she says, yeah, 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 you know, you can come and stay at ours, but just, just kind of warn you that I do have a huntsman spider living in the house. <laughs> and I think this guy just thought she was joking. Yeah. So him and his girlfriend have got to the house and they were freaked out, completely freaked out. And um, basically the girlfriend of this guy's demanded that they kill the, the, the spider. So she said, I'm not doing that. So in the end, she's gone up some step ladders, got the spider out and just let it let it go uh, at the end of the garden. Um, the woman said that it's ludicrous. Um, and, you know, she was doing them a favor by letting them stay. So the reason she thinks it's ludicrous is the girlfriend thinks they should have killed the spider before they let it go. But okay. Like, well, no, it's mm. ludicrous that you're asking me to bloom and get rid of it. Yeah. So in the end, they did stay a couple of days, but they left one or two days early. Right. Um, because the, the girlfriend said that she was traumatized. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Australia is one of those countries where, you know, people, some a lot of people aspire to live in Australia. Um, it for me, it's a country where. If the weather doesn't get you by being so so hot, yeah. um, then there are. It's not just like one breed of animal. It is about ten breeds of animals that literally can kill you in Australia. Um, and what I love about Australia as well is that just these programs that you used to watch. There was one I think was on like you know like Dave or something like it was called yeah. like Crocodile Hunter. I know that was the Steve Irwin one, but there were these yeah. these blokes that basically just went round. And they get a phone call, and it just be from them, um, you know, some resident in a neighbourhood, and go, ah, oh, yeah, you okay? And you listen to the phone call, and it'd be like, yeah, you okay? And like, yeah, no problem, yeah. What, what, what can we do for you? And they're like, yeah, we've just got a, um, a crocodile in the uh, in the swimming pool outside, and they'd be like, oh, right, okay. What, what, how big is it? Uh, probably about just measuring up about fifteen foot, something like that. They're like, yeah, you know, as like you know, as casual as you like, that there is this absolute monster crocodile in the swimming pool and same with like snakes you know they'll say oh yeah it's just a i've opened the toilet lid and um there's a 14 foot anaconda just living in the uh, in the toilet so i just wonder if you can pop around and get it out They're like yeah no worries we'll sort that yeah oh. just like yeah and i'm thinking i mean just that that is just natural life in in, um, in australia and i'm like yeah I, I that's why as much as some people aspire to live there it can uh it can stay, you know, 4,000 miles away or, yeah. or whatever it is. But for spiders, you see, this is what I'm thinking, is that these things are going to be massive, aren't they? So, yeah, these are um, the giant huntsmen. I've just been looking them up. They are pretty serious in, yeah. in terms of size. So, uh, so what would I do? I mean, I wouldn't... My thing is, I wouldn't kill it. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of killing spiders because they do a lot of good. Um, That's what she yeah. said. She said it, it keeps my house clean because the woman said, "Well, it's dirty having a spider in your house." And she said, "Well, you're wrong because they, no. they eat the smaller bugs." They so. do. Yeah, they do. Spiders are good for you, even though people um, don't like them. They actually, like I say, kill all the little little bits. Um, but it, it's a case of I, I'm all. I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is like you know, like an old wives' tale or a myth. Yes. But I was always told that if you sort of killed a spider or like killed a wasp or something like that, they're their sort of family can kind of sense that that's or you know sense that that's been killed oh. so will so will will attack you know your find your, you and kill you <laughs> they'll attack you uh, and more will turn up so i've always been sort of 
very conscious about now whether that's an old wives tale I've, yeah. maybe someone will be able to tell us whether that yeah. is an old wives you know tale what? or not i have to say for me i lived on my own for a really long time 10 years lived in my apartment for and i and i obviously had to deal with my fair share of spiders yeah. and my best tip for dealing with spiders um is not that useful, but it worked for me, was they'd always appear in my bathroom. That would be where they would yeah. always arrive. And sometimes I'd like nip to the loo and I'd spot one in the bath or, you know, on the mirror or something. And what I decided to do was, because I was a bit of a chicken, I'd be like, oh, hello, um, <laughs> to the spider. Um, you need to go because yeah. if I come back and you're still here, I'm going to flush you down the toilet. Right. So you'd have a full, so you'd have a full blown conversation with these things. Full blown conversation, right. and then guess what? It had gone by the time. I got oh back. really? Oh okay. Never, never let me down. So I would say issue it with a stern warning. Right. Okay. Um, and then I'd be like, if you're still here, mate, when I get back, when I need a bath later, you're not staying. Okay. Um, and that and that did work. Right. Um, the only time I've ever been genuinely really terrified was when, and it only, it only happened once. It wasn't that long before I left the flat, actually. It's not the reason I did leave, but it could have been. <laughs> I was lying in bed, and at the time I had this like black shade of bedding. Oh. And I remember lying there. Oh. <laughs> and, and, but not asleep. But you know, you're like, you're lying there and you're watching the telly, and yeah. you've seen something in your peripheral vision. Yeah. In my peripheral vision, I saw a spider crawl across my bed, cocky as you like. And I, I was so surprised. I couldn't believe what I was seeing that then I couldn't sleep in the room that night. So I literally like did take my bed and I got like a, I've got a blanket that I have on the sofa. Right. I went on my sofa and slept there because I was like, that spider yeah. is mocking, mocking me. It's yeah. Um, right. And it was just cocky, casual as you like. It wasn't in a hurry, but it didn't scuttle. I would have mm. described it as a casual stroll. See, the problem is, though, with that story is that, say you, I know my wife, Claire, she would just be like, if she saw that, she'd be like, we're not staying here at all. That, you know, <laughs> that is, there's a no-go. And that's what I mean. If if you went into that room and you saw this massive spider on the wall, would you yeah. be like, yeah, just, you know, we'll just let it, we'll let it live there. That's no problem. No, no. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I get her. I get her point of wanting to get rid of it. Um, this was in her then, front room. If it was in a room I was going to sleep in, or maybe she was going to sleep in, I'm not sure she'd be so generous. Well, but even in the front room, because like if you went in the next day, and it's not there anymore. Because apparently, again, I don't know. If this is an old wives' tale. I'm, <laughs> I've, got, I've got lots of old wives' tales today, right? Wow. Well, apparently, you eat about 50 spiders a year that, in your sleep no, i don't no they go up your nose and like no, stuff don't say and, that. The, and then and That's then and obviously true. you just swallow them no apparently that is well i'm saying apparently that's true it's someone's someone told me this maybe the same person that told me about the if you kill them the family come and attack you yeah, yeah but, someone's having you on you can't you no way Right. Well, I would well, explain why some mornings you wake up and you're just not hungry. Uh, yeah, exactly. This I'm going to Google this. You <laughs> might be absolutely right. I think that that might be right. If there's some days you think, you know, I'm, I'm all right for breakfast. It might be actually because you've had about four spiders in your sleep. <laughs> that could be the, the right. And let me. Do <laughs> you eat spider? Yeah, here you are. I've just put, do you eat? The first thing that's come up 
It's do you eat spiders in your sleep? Because the microphone's on and you phone your clown. Uh, oh, no, no, it's not right. Hang on. <laughs> it says here, the belief that we swallow an average of eight spiders in our sleep... Oh, it's eight spiders, not 50. Definitely. Eight spiders in our sleep every year has become so ingrained in popular culture that many people now accept it as fact. The reality, however, is quite different. We, we swallow go. no spiders at all. There are several reasons why spiders don't bother us in our sleep. Um, hang on, I've got to get to the article now. Oh, yeah. Foremost, we're extremely large compared with spiders. Fair enough. So they tend to view us merely as part of the landscape. Equally important, a wandering spider would find a sleeping human absolutely terrifying because as we slumber, we tend to make a lot of noise via our heartbeat and breathing, which cause vibrations and apparently spiders are super sensitive, so they would just basically want to avoid us at all costs. You see, that's why my stern talking to works. There you, you go, see. yeah. Vibrations. Imagine that, your stern talking would it'd rock the walls, wouldn't it? They'd yeah. be thinking, blindly, get out I mean. of here. I mean, I, in the past, I've given my friends what they call a hairdryer, where yeah, they yeah. hang out of order, and yeah. I think the spider could testify to that. Well, there we go. So uh, I'll tell you what, we've. how much have we learned in that little 10-minute <laughs> section of uh, Story of the Week? Anyway, you're all welcome. Is it right or is it wrong? So three new stories here. Now, one of these stories is right, two are wrong. I think you were in the winner's enclosure last week, I want to yeah, say. I think you yeah, were anyway. Anyway, who knows? Um, so first story, a Chinese man who wanted to impress his new date with how brave he was caused a 30-man rescue operation after he went to bungee jump off a bridge. He bottled it, but sadly, he sort of toppled over, hung on to the bottom of the structure, which got all the ropes tangled, um, to which then they could not do anything rather than release the ropes, which then two helicopters, abseil teams, and more had to help with the two-hour rescue. Um, Next story. In 2004, apparently this happened, a boat in Texas capsized because everyone on the boat ran to one side to look at a nudist beach. Nobody was hurt. (laughs) Nobody was hurt. Uh, But most people had to be dried off. Last story. A Florida woman is being hailed a hero after she found her boyfriend to be cheating on her. She then every day filled up his shampoo bottle with a tiny bit of hair removal. So every day her boyfriend was going more and more bold. So there you okay. go. Right. <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm bolding. What's going on here? Well, mm, I think that's more to do with your DNA than, than nah, that's probably your shampoo. <clears throat> uh, right. For that reason, I am going to discount the hair removal stuff because I think oh. you've got to use it as like a... I think if in the shower or whatever, it might be too um, diluted. I think you need to keep it as like a neat Okay. Stuff. Are you sure? So that's yeah, that's what I'm going to say. All now. right. Okay. No, I, think, I, I think that you, you use them neat and then you rinse them off. So to use it, I don't in know. In a shampoo, well. In the shampoo, I'm not sure. Try it. <laughs> um, the the nudist speech story is giving me life. I love it. Right. Um, okay. I really want that to be true. I desperately want that to be true. In actual fact, um, I don't think I've ever 
I don't think I've ever seen a nudist beach. I'd love to see one. I am so nosy. I've I, seen one. I would be happy. Yeah, in it was in uh, I think it was in Malta. Oh, I we were to... on this. Yeah, we were on this um, like um, speedboat thing that was taking us to uh, this like cove. It was like one of those trips, you know, that you can do. And um, and so what he did, he took us all along the coastline, which was uh, you know beautiful. It was yeah, great. Yeah, it's and nice. um, but basically, what along the coastline, obviously you you get into the and and sorry for using this word, but you get into the nook and crannies, don't you, with all the all the coves and uh, yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. Well, part of the part of this like you know cove area was this really sort of secluded. I mean, it looked lovely. And yeah. but it was like the cliffs were sort of overhanging, if if I remember it rightly, uh-huh. and then everybody was uh, was yeah was pretty much naked. So you're like, oh, well, that's a a nudist beach. So um, but nobody, you know, nobody from the from the other side of the speedboat, you know, clambered over to sort of desperate to have a have a nosy. So oh, I really want that to be true. And then mm. remind me about the one it was a, a guy yeah he's basically tried to impress his date essentially by um going yeah I'm, you know i'll go for a bungee jump and i'm mr brave and all this and um anyway he bottled it at the top but it was off a bridge and kind of toppled over hung on to the bottom got, got all the ropes tangled and ended up having to cause like helicopters abseil teams and it was a two-hour operation he's yeah it doesn't uh, say whether the dates stayed with him or not. And, um, yeah, how successful a tactic how he successful was. How successful that was, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm torn between the nudist speech and the, and the, and the Chinese guy. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I'm going to go for the nudist speech because I really want it to be true. Okay. I, re- I want that to be true. Okay, well, the the right answer... Well, I'm going to say another answer. Right, the... Um, the the other story about the the hair removal and stuff like that that is not true that is not true so well done on that but the right answer is the nudist beach yes Yay! this was in 2004 it was a boat trip and uh, apparently packed literally going on one side and obviously the captain or whoever the tour guide's gone oh and by the way there's a you know quite a well to do nudist beach over here, and literally everyone piled over to the uh, to the other side, whatever you call it, port side, starboard, or whatever. And, yeah, capsized the boat in 2004. So uh, nice. anyway, well done. That's people. You're in, that's people. In the nosy. <laughs> the Jed and Haley show. Yeah. Okay, then Jed, what are you watching? So you know that program, and I said I'd, I'd mention this. It was the. Um, What's it called? You are what you eat, and it was Jill and McKee. Yes, she was very obsessed with poo. Oh yeah, so there's a new one out at the moment with a new doctor and and what I've not seen it, but I think there's a new one out. Um, But I think that that what that does is sometimes spur on um, some of these random channels on Sky and what have you to put old episodes. You know, like um, you Channel Four Plus Seventeen or whatever. So they do all that sort of stuff. Anyway. I, I, weirdly, I was flicking through, and and one of these programs was on it, and it was the Gillian McKeith one. And I'm thinking, like, what were we watching in sort of 2005? You know, we 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 had lots of channels to choose from. I mean, I don't think we had Netflix or anything like no. that. Uh, Facebook was all very new, so a lot of people didn't have that. But I was like, what? And I remember watching it, and 
it genuinely is right. She <laughs> gets this like tub, this like microwave tub, you know, the, you get them in um, takeaways. Yeah. And she's like, right, just go and uh, just go and throw a stool in there. And then, and what, and for me, it was more, it's more the people that took part in this program, you know, as in like going, uh, yeah, do you know what, actually, I'll, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll poo in this part and I'll give it to you on national TV. And, I don't know. And we all watched it and studied it as she's like flicking through and going, oh, yeah, there's a bit of this and a bit of that. Um, yeah, just very bizarre. Anyway, I just wanted to bring up how weird we maybe were in in back in the day of that. But I'll tell you what I have been watching. We just finished it, actually. Weirdly, last night we finished it. Um, do you have, have I mentioned this? Queen of the South. Yes. Um, yeah. Do you know what? Do you remember? Uh, we've just finished it now, and I think that's it. I think there's going to be no more of it yeah. but you know like money heist and we mentioned about uh, how the ending was a great ending and, and didn't sort of leave you thinking oh yeah. you know I, I wish it had been better than that or whatever this was the same like oh, lots amazing. of twists yeah lots of twists lots of turns um loads of stuff in it and um, and the ending like say is, is a great ending as well yeah. you just don't think from him brilliant do you know what's what's clever like we love queen of the south we love Drive to Survive, but Bridgerton is out this week. So all the right. John is not excited about Bridgerton at all, obviously. Yeah. But with, with having COVID and with just being, and John had Ofsted last week, so he was just working so hard. So basically, we asked, I said to John, we can't be trusted to watch these things and enjoy them while we're not well, if that sounds yeah. stupid. And yeah. also, I feel okay most of the day. And then at night, I just kind of like, just, I'm yeah, so tired. Yeah. Um. So we haven't watched Queen of the South yet. We haven't watched Drive to Survive. We haven't watched Bridgerton. We manage at the moment, we've just finished the third season of Killing Eve. So we've got the new series that's on now. So when that's finished, we're going to binge that. Um, but um, I've been watching the day, something that Je something that John would not be interested in called Pose. Um, it's all on right. the BBC iPlayer. And it's basically, you know, like It's a Sin was set in London and it's all about the AIDS uh, uh, epidemic yeah. and how it kicked off. and did it. It's basically the almost the exact same premise, but in New York City. Um, and it's mostly with a group of transgender uh, people and their journey into it. And it's just interesting to see that subculture in New York in the 80s and 90s and just how many people died from AIDS and how bad it was and how there was just such a marginalised group so I'm, I'm mm. i've binged two series of that and i'm enjoying it i have one more to watch um but <clears throat> weirdly you're talking about um you are what you eat because i've listened to a couple of really good podcasts and one i listened to um the other day was one called uh, harsh reality the story of miriam rivera so i never heard of um heard of this person anyway when i started listening to the podcast it turns out and i won't kind of give it too much away but essentially there was a dating show I think I want to say it was in 2004 or 5 and it was hosted by Tim Vincent and the story basically was that these men I think it was called there's something about Miriam and oh, yeah, basically yeah. these men all date her and she was the prize like you get to be with her she's a model and yeah was she a bloke yeah yeah I remember that yeah so and it's about now how you just couldn't make program like that like you just no. couldn't and how much damage it did to mm. those people in their lives and it's it was just a brilliant you know like even though 
I, I as soon as I kind of got into it, I thought, I vaguely remember this. Um, like you said, I remember, oh gosh, yeah, it, it made the headlines and she became like a bit of a star. Um, again, these were pre-Facebook days, but it, it's in the recent past, but how they were treated now, you know, like in the recent past that it was acceptable that people mm. watched it for light entertainment purposes and I don't know. It was just it was just fascinating, like you say, that that was entertaining. What we want. It's like Big Brother. Essentially, they messed with their minds. Do you know what I mean? Just to get yeah. the entertainment factor and uh, that sort of yeah, factor were, out of it. They were very much manipulated, weren't they, for the purposes of light entertainment? But I think this took it to like a whole new level. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I listened to that podcast. And another one that I've been listening to is uh, called British Scandal. And the it's, it's one I've just started listening to. And the, the the episodes that I've just been enjoying in the last couple of days, because uh, I've just been going out for walks by myself, you know, because I'm like, I'm not up to running just yet, but I certainly can't not be doing with being in the house all day by myself. It's just doing me head in. So I've been quite enjoying just... Um, just going for walks so this one i've been watching uh, listening to rather has been all about um the lip thing um poisoning you know like the the, the russian double agent yeah so that's yeah really really good um, and for obvious reasons it's very sort of topical listening to what putin was able to get away with and how how, how far his his reach stretched and um yeah so i've heard a couple of good podcasts but no i can't be trusted to watch the tv just yet jen i just can't no. Um, I'm desperate, desperate to watch Queen of the South, desperate to watch Drive to Survive. But, yeah, I, I, I can only start watching those things when my body will let me stay up past 10 o'clock. <laughs> well, uh, good that you're on the men. Plenty of stuff. You said Bridgerton is out, isn't it? Um, is it this week, did you say, that's this out? Week, this weekend, I think. it's. I think it's had its premiere right. now. So, it's um, yeah, it's it's coming out very soon. So, that'll be the next one. So, good. yeah, and until we can stay up past 10, we are banned from watching yeah. all this I uh, know, nightmare. Lots of things to look forward to. Remember, if uh, you've got a suggestion, then do let us know on the Jed and Haley show on the Facebook page, or you can tweet us at Miss Haley K or at Jed Mills. Thanks for listening to the Jed and Haley show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre.